What's going on, Far Far Away family? Welcome to Star Wars in 10. So how's everybody on this Monday? Yes, we're already made it to another Monday. But we are here for the first episode of this week, and we are getting to some good parts of the story. But before we get to that, I gotta tell y'all about Saturday's episode of Lightsaber Radio. We had Ken Baker, AKA Dark Side Daddy on the show, and I don't think I have ever laughed that much in my entire life. It was hilarious, an epic display of funny. But don't listen to it with your kids. It was definitely an adult show. But it was so funny that the people in the chat couldn't even type because they were laughing so hard. So definitely go and check that out. I couldn't say it anymore how funny this was. It was great. But there is a link in the description. Okay, now that I told you about that, we can get to the story now. And how do we do that? By dropping the intro. What well you have? You are now tuned in to a Star Wars show, so just sit back and be ready to flow. Clear your mind of what you know, and let the force be the course of where we go. As we take this journey far, far away, now let's hear what Darth Vader has to say. We would be honored if you would be joining us. For a brief instant, he could feel the burning inferno of power trapped within, threatening to consume his identity. Bane welcomed the pain feeding on it and transforming it, along with all the frustration and anger he had built up over the past four days into a raging, swirling storm of dark side energy. Then, bit by bit, he began to impose order on the chaos, bending it to his will. Using the Force, Bane began to make subtle adjustments to the Holocron's crystal matrix. He began to manipulate the arrangement of the filaments, twisting, turning, and shifting them with subtle and measurable adjustments as he worked his way deeper and deeper into the data in pursuit of what he sought. In many ways, it was like slicing a secure computer network, only a million times more complex. With each adjustment, the gatekeeper's image flickered and cried out, but Bane was oblivious to the simulation's artificial suffering. For several hours, he continued his work, his body perspiring heavily, until he finally found what he sought, the ritual of essence transference, Andedu's secret of eternal life. With one final push of the force, he reached out with his mind and seized what he had been searching for. With the aid of the gatekeeper, the information would have taken weeks to absorb and learn. Bane, however, had gone right to the source. The knowledge streamed directly from the holocron into his mind, raw and unfiltered. Thousands of images flooded his consciousness. An explosion of sights, sounds, and thoughts that caused him to drop the holocron to the floor, breaking the connection. The gatekeeper's image vanished, leaving Bane alone in the ship, still sitting cross-legged on the floor. He was slumped forward, his breath coming in heavy gasps. His clothes were soaked in sweat, his body shivered with exhaustion. Slowly, he got to his feet and made his way over to the pilot's seat. He walked with the stumbling gait of a man drunk in Mandalorian wine, resting his hand on the wall for support. His head was swimming, lost in the secrets he had wrenched from the holocron's depths. As he collapsed into the seat, the control console began to beep softly. It took him several seconds to realize the latest hyperspace jump on his return journey was reaching an end, though there were still many more jumps to go. He needed to plot a course for the next leg of the trip, but he was in no state to contemplate that right now. Not while his addled mind was still wrestling with what he'd learned. He needed time to process the information from the holocron, to wrap his head around it, to analyze and compartmentalize all the facts, arranging them into some semblance of rational thought. 
Bane reached out and activated the autopilot, content to let the ship drift slowly through space while he recovered. Then he closed his eyes and let the darkness of sleep envelop him. Consciousness returned slowly to Set Hearth. It was as if his mind were swimming through a swamp, struggling to escape the murky depths of his own subconscious. Pushing up through the sludge, he finally broke the surface, though the lingering memories of strange dreams and nightmares still prowled the dark corners of his mind. On some level, he was aware the nightmares had nearly driven him mad. They had been on the verge of destroying him, but Set had refused to succumb. Bit by bit, he had managed to shove them back down to the hidden recesses of his mind where they belonged, separating fantasy from reality one small piece at a time. How long was I out, he wondered, keeping his eyes closed and his breathing steady so as not to reveal he had woken up. Feels like days. He was in his own room, that much he was sure of. He recognized the smell of his perfumed pillow, the soft feel of silk sheets against his skin, the luxurious comfort of his down-filled mattress. Everything else was still a blur. Come on, Set, let's figure this out. Careful to avoid the horrors of his recent nightmares, Set stretched his memory back, trying to piece together exactly what had happened to him. The blonde woman. She had been waiting in his mansion when he returned home from the party. It wasn't the first time that had happened, though this was the first time his uninvited guest had tried to kill him. Probably wasn't really trying to kill you, he reminded himself, seeing as how you're still alive. They had fought, that much he remembered clearly. They had fought and she had beaten him. Though his eyes were still closed, Set was beginning to assemble a detailed image of his surroundings by reaching out with the Force. He was in his own bed, in his own room, but he wasn't alone. Someone else was there. The woman. Claimed she was a Sith. He still had no idea why she had broken into his home. He couldn't even guess why she had left him alive, but he was determined to make her regret it. Pushing out gently with his mind, he scanned the room for his lightsaber. It was resting on his dressing table on the far side of the room. The woman was sitting in a chair at the foot of the bed, patiently waiting for him to wake up. Would he be able to use the force to pull the lightsaber across the room and into his hand before she could react? And then what? She already beat you once. Maybe this time he could surprise her, catch her off guard. Carefully, he began to gather his power. I thought you were smarter than that, the woman said. Set froze. Going to have to talk your way out of this one. Time to turn on the charm. He opened his eyes and gave an easy laugh. <laughs> Can't blame a guy for trying, he said with a shrug, sitting up in bed. He was still dressed in the same clothes he had worn to the party. That was quite an entrance you made last night, he said. Three nights ago, she corrected returning a smile with a humorless stare. I was beginning to wonder if you would be trapped in your nightmares forever. Her words caused his mind to momentarily flash back to the terrors he was still struggling to suppress, and he shuddered involuntarily. I managed to find my way out, he answered, his voice grimmer than he intended. What did you do to me, some kind of drug? If that's what you really think, she said, her lip curling up in disdain. 
then I'm wasting my time here. There was an implied threat in her words, and Set's survival instincts kicked into high gear. Get on the ball, Set. You don't want to make this woman angry. Sorcery, he said after a second of deliberation. Okay, once again, this part of the story didn't really have no action, yet it was still really good. It started off with Bane breaking down the inner matrix of the holocron. Then it jumps to Xana and Set. Set was finally waking up from the nightmare Xana had just put him through, and that's where this part of the story came to end. Now let's get to the quote of this week, and it comes to us from Hyrule Nagad. You either allow the challenge to stop you, or you allow it to make you unstoppable. That's a very powerful quote. For every time something challenges you, you tuck your tail and quit. You can never learn the lessons that was there to teach you. So you can't take what you have learned and apply it to the next leg of your journey. So in turn, you will be stuck in the same place all your life. But on the other hand, if you face that challenge, you will have learned from what it had to teach and it will make the next challenge even easier to face. Success is all about challenges and overcoming them. For every challenge you overcome, you are one step closer to achieving your goals. And that's all there is for today. Join us tomorrow for the next part of the story. We hope to see you there. Thank you for listening to Star Wars Intent. Tune in next time for more Star Wars adventures. If you would like to listen to other episodes of the show, you can follow us on all major podcast directories. If you enjoyed the show, we would really appreciate a five-star review. Once again, thank you for listening, and may the Force be with you. Star Wars in 10 was created by Keen Eye Shed and is distributed by Swaycast Network. This show was produced by Pigfield Media, sound designed by Theodore Thompson, researched by Leslie Schneider. I am your host, Kyle, and we will see you next time in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs>